All right, PKN, episode 207. Kyle, you wanted UFC talk? Yeah, I sent you your $5. I was definitely, oh. uh, I was definitely wrong. Cody Garbrandt is not as good as TJ Dillashaw, and now I believe he just never will be. TJ was just ferocious, just all over Cody. And, uh, and Cody got some, some good shots in. I mean, Dillashaw's eye looks, looks like a battered housewife, but eh, he won the fight, and, and that's all that matters. Uh, I will say this. In the first round, right? First round, and I, I, maybe two and a half minutes into it or something. It didn't seem like it took very long at all. It was, it was over. Um, Henry Cejudo beating Demetrius Johnson, breaking I, his I got to call streak. both of those. I did as well. I, 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 I was with you on the Henry Cejudo thing. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking that he had a good shot. Um, I'll say this: Henry immediately called out TJ, or, or the he, what he, he did is was called out the winner of the main event, which which is uh, um, TJ. TJ, he don't want none of that. He don't want none of that. Mm-mm. And and frankly, neither would I, I now see why Demetrius Johnson wouldn't either. That that ten pounds of like of weight is a gargantuan distance. It might as well be fifty pounds as far as T. TJ looks so much more athletic, so much more powerful than than either Henry or uh, Demetrius Johnson. I, I I don't think either one of them could hang with D- with D- Dillashaw. Dillashaw's a beast. Um, long rumored to be on steroids, by the way, and he doesn't pass the eye test either. He's got the pointy nipples and passes the USADA test though. He so. does, yeah. TJ Dillashaw was going up against Cody Garbrandt the first time, and I'm sure you know this, but the the audience might not. And uh, Cody's like, you're on steroids, man. You're actually the one who taught all of us how to use steroids. And we're just like, you fucking bonehead. Like, that is the, <laughs> that is the worst. Like, like, you're the guy who taught me how to do injections. Like, oh, you dick. Like, now, now it sounds like you're all on roids. Yeah, I thought that was a good and accusation. Chad Mendez got caught for him. Mm. And, and he was from the camp that I guess, you know, TJ would have taught. So anyway... Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see the fight. I was at a fly-in this weekend and unavailable, but uh, I did see the ends of all the fights, you know, the highlights and spoilers and stuff. And Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I, so DJ lost. DJ was the other big fight against Cejuda. But I guess he broke his foot early on. And, and Nah, nah, it was just cumulative. It was over the course of the thing. I, I'm not sure if it's even broken. It's just swollen, right? It, uh, it's... Okay. I saw him in the press conference talking about it, and they were like, you know, was it any particular thing? It's just cumulative. He was kicking him with the, the end of his foot the whole, the whole fight. I thought DJ won that fight. Um, I, 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 th- I don't think they scored his leg kicks very well, and I think they, they, they misscored, I guess, Henry's uh, control on the ground because Henry couldn't posture up and get anything done. It, he couldn't. He got no punches from the top. Maybe. If anything, DJ did more damage from the bottom mm-hmm. than Henry was doing from the top. When he would get him down, he would just kind of over under hug and just try to squeeze him as close to his own chest and lay on him as much as he could. Because every time he gave him any space, DJ so fucking athletic, he would like do this backflip and then pop up off of his shoulders thing and just be up and, and ready to strike again. It was very impressive. He was... If they fight that one again, I think DJ wins it. Uh, I, I wasn't impressed with, with Henry Cejudo. And, I, and I, frankly, I, I really did think that DJ won that fight at the end. I was surprised when, they, when he's, and new! Also, I can't think of a fighter who's been more deserving of a rematch in the history of mixed martial arts than yeah. Demetrius Johnson, right? Like, he, he broke the record for the most title defenses, right? So there he is. He's the most dominant champion to have ever been a champion. And he lost via controversial split decision. You know, those are the kind of guys you give a rematch to. 
But um, yeah, I, I don't know where so. I got the broken foot thing, but I saw a, a little video where he was saying that he was really happy he bought this home icing machine for his broken foot. And like, I, mm. I don't know. It, it may have been broken. I, that, it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't holding back at all. It well, was just. It, it was just by the end of the fight. It seemed like cumulatively. Okay. I mean, his foot's definitely swollen. It looks awful. He also said that he didn't enter the fight with a broken foot. You know, they asked him like, "Oh, he, definitely not." And yeah. he was like, "No, no, no. It happened during the fight." And that, like, that, and that to me was him not making an excuse, just explaining what happened during the fight. Like, if you break my orbital bone during my during the fight, well, yeah, it's not like you got lucky or something part of the goal is not to have broken orbital bones or feet or arms or something you know better technique better placement like it, if you broke your foot then mm-hmm. you know it didn't go right <laughs> so yeah yeah i i definitely enjoyed the fights um there were a lot of celebrities there chris pratt was there uh it was cool to see him he had good seats <laughs> uh i i saw but but nate diaz is being an absolute piece of shit shocker um, Right? Isn't that kind of his shtick? Like, <laughs> yeah. If he, if he wasn't being a piece of shit, like nobody would care, right? Like, like what I did he do? On, was he bullying um, people? So amongst other things, they they had the press conference the other day announcing uh, he's going to fight Poirier. Um, right. That, that, right. That's that's coming up. Poirier's number three guy, and they're giving uh, they're, they're they're giving that fight to uh, to Nate, which is a great deal for Nate. Nate should be overjoyed with that. That that they're bumping his ass. Who's he's like eighth or twelfth somewhere in there, ranked in the world. But they're like, no, you're a big name. We're going to let you fight number three. And, hey, if you win this, then you're number three pretty much. And then you get a title shot after that. You want Habib? You want Connor again? Mm-hmm. Win against Poirier. Well, I guess at the end of the press conference, um, it, it... Was this pre- the guy who had beaten Connor before? Yes. Yeah, they, they've okay. each won one. Um, so at the end of the press conference, they announced Connor versus Habib. No one had any foreknowledge of this. Nate jumps up out of his seat when he sees this on the screen behind him and fucking storms out. And then he's like arguing with TMZ outside. He's mad. I don't know if you know, Woody, but the the reason he claims he hasn't been fighting the last two years is because he has an ongoing lawsuit with his former representation. The reason there's a lawsuit is right before he got the the Connor fight number two, which was massive payday. Let's call it $4 million with points and uh, like purse. Mm -hmm. Uh, he fired them right before he signed the deal so they wouldn't get their fucking cut. So they sue him, of course, because it's horse shit. You can't just, we've been representing you up to this point. And then you, Dana's like, yeah, man, we're going to get you in that fight. Like, ah, you guys are fired. I don't need you. Hmm. Well, you needed them every step of the way getting to here. And you, you can't just fire them. So obviously they've been suing These him. These UFC fighters fight. have so many problems that could be solved by not surrounding yourself with just yes men. You know, because you know oh, yeah. all the fighters around him. He's like, I'm going to fire my whole representative team. So he's like, oh, ho, ho. <laughs> Have you peered through the contract, buddy? Because I'm entirely sure you can't do I'm that. I'm actually not sure. <laughs> like, I no, with, nobody said that. Yeah. With Kyle on this, like, like, if Nate negotiated the $4 million deal, and I don't know if he did, then I feel like this management shouldn't get it cut. You know? It, well. If they called up Nate while he was drinking on that boat or wherever the hell he was, and he's like, yeah, $4 million, and they say good, then, you know. Well, the law disagrees. Uh, because does it? Nate. Nate, okay. yeah, because Nate is going to have to pay off, pay them off so that he can do this fight. That's what he's decided to do. He's he's because mm. clearly he's going to lose. He, he so and he's been told he's going to lose. I'm sure. So he's just like, all right, I'll pay them off. I'll go back to fighting and earn some more money. And I guess I don't know if he's got if he's. They're probably not representing for this. <laughs> representing no, for the probably not. Fight. So now he's, he's getting a hundred grand too. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. But he's being a real bitch about this whole thing. He's saying that maybe he won't fight Poirier. Maybe he just won't show up. 
And then they gave him tickets last night. He called Dana, asked for tickets to the show last night or Saturday night, the most recent show. Mm -hmm. He didn't show up. He just didn't show up. Just let those seats go go empty on a night when they're in L.A. and there's you know there's celebrities there who mm -hmm. who he, he I'm sure I'm sure he said no to lots of people. He said he did. Uh, so he's just being a fucking asshole. I I saw GSP was asked if he would be interested in the Nate Diaz fight. He, he was he was like, oh, I got offered Nate Diaz. I wish I could do his silly accent. I got off. I got offered Nate Diaz. That doesn't interest me. You know, I already beat his his older brother up. Uh, it'd be good money. But uh, but you know I I'm not interested not not good for my legacy. Not he's probably my legacy. like set for life. Like he's one of the big best of all time, right? Uh, GSP. I I think he is, and GSP is also known for doing well outside the octagon. Like you know he he's got all his passive income streams sorted out and Gatorade endorsements and crap like that. So I I think yeah. he is set for life. But what he did say in his interview is he wants the winner of Conor Habib. That but would be a legacy bump. That would be good for his legacy. Legacy. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I don't know how they would do that. They talked about him going to 155, and he was like, you know, I think I could go to 155 because I walk around at about 182, 183 pounds. That's what I am right now. Habib walks around at 195 pounds. That's what he is somewhere right now. So if he can cut to 155, I certainly can. I'm not a fan of those big weight cuts, but I can do it. The only issue is... Every time I take one of these belts in the in, in the organization, I immediately relinquish it, right? And they don't like that. So if I were to go in and and beat Habib or Connor and take the 155 belt and then just meh, <laughs> you know, I, I really, I you know, he, he did he say all this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. So does does he win the belt and then be like, I'm done? Yeah. And then they're like, all right, well, I guess it goes back to the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> they're left like, like, like cleaning up after him after he comes in and takes one of these champions out. And yeah. What an oh, what an asshole way to ruin like the excitement. It'd be like it's like Ovechkin, you gotta be excited after winning the Stanley Cup. How'd it feel? I don't even want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going back to Russia. Fuck these stupid trophy. Like it, no. It, it, well, that's part of it. The other part suck of it all is the out of the room, you know, now Sidney Crosby becomes the new champion, and everyone knows in their heads that it's really Ovechkin who's the best. Well, I yeah. guess the the Pittsburgh wins again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, well, that's so, so that's really interesting. I'd like to see that. Uh, this they should make like a rule that you have to follow up at least once if you take the title, right? Uh, well, how do you enforce that? You right? can't make that rule unless that like every time they're doing like Michael Jordan style retirements, they're like, "I'm retired." No, yes, not. yeah, that's, that's exactly what he did. Okay, uh, well, like most looks, recently, he was look like, look oh. at how much I know. All my common ideas are like, yeah, and obviously that doesn't work because it was the first <laughs> thing they mentioned. Yeah. yeah the the yeah. challenge is, though, that like if you're the UFC, you're like, man, like, okay, Connor versus Mayweather, right? That was a one off fight, but there was so much money in it that it made sense. Connor mm -hmm. versus GSP, perhaps the same thing, right? You know, we all know that if GSP wins, it ruins the 155 division because everyone will secretly know he's the best at that. He's the best at 185. And we can assume if he's the best at 185 and the best at 155, where does he fit at 170, you know? Everywhere in between, right? Yeah, yeah, right? So if he does that to the UFC, everyone knows GSP is the man. And you have all these other paper champs who are only champs because GSC, GSP didn't beat him up. Who is the winner in your view between McGregor and uh, Habib and GSP? Ah, if that happened, shit, I don't know if anybody can fucking beat GSP. He's so goddamn talented. He's so good at so many things. He's such a physical specimen. He's so like focused on what he's doing. <laughs> like, like, like you don't see him doing any any nonsense. You don't see him. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those guys who like abstains from sex, but when he when he's <laughs> when he's training, right? You know, like, like, like he seems like that. He, he's just so 
pure and seems like such a good Canadian boy that like <laughs> I, I don't know if Connor can can deal with that. I, I don't know if anybody can it, even near his weight. I always pick the grapplers to win, but I'm not always right. You know, there, there's no one better at like. Connor does this thing where he like puts his arm on you and you can't take him down. It's very hard to take Connor down. You know, Chad did it a couple times and didn't win the fight. But I just feel like GSP's different. I think he'll yeah. take Is uh, GSP's level of popularity in Quebec kind of like McGregor in Ireland, where like he's immediately a giant pole just because everybody there loves him? You know, I'd like to know like like what the actual numbers of people are because the thing to me and maybe this, maybe I'm wrong about this it doesn't seem like Canada is as big of a fighting country whereas the Irish are just a drunk violent race of people <laughs> i feel like i feel like every irishman that exists kind of like the gypsies the, in that regard but but these these yeah. are this isn't uh, this isn't oh you know i'm just trying to get along here this isn't that canada this is quebec like they're kind of doing their own thing over there like a lot of them don't even want to be part of Canada. They want to break off and be their own their own shit. Uh, like I wasn't sure if that was like a regional thing. GSP was very popular. <laughs> uh, some of the biggest gates in in the UFC history were in Canada because GSP would fight there. Uh, when GSP retired, one of the times, uh, Canadian MMA got less popular in general. Like they were really just into it because of him. So he's a big draw. But you said as much as Connor, and I mean, I just, no one's ever been as big a draw as Connor. He's yeah. he's unique in that regard. Yeah, you know, when his movie came out, I've mentioned it before, but it was the number one film in Ireland for several weeks, <laughs> you know, and there were there were big movies out. Like I don't like there were Marvel movies coming yeah. out and shit. Like 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 Black Panther. Yeah, if GSP's oh. film doesn't come out, it doesn't beat the Avengers or anything yeah, in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he's he's just I'll, he's really big in that particular country of seven million people. The UFC needs to go to Russia. That's what I want. I want to see I agree with you so much. I don't know what makes that unfeasible, but something mm-hmm. must because Dana White likes making money, right? Like, like if it, it, and if it, if he could make more rubles in Russia than he could make dollars in Vegas, he'd do it. I'm making he, this up. Is it a mob thing? Right? Is it just too much mob to deal with? Is he like? Honestly, look, I feel that too. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, are they afraid of what might happen if they if they go there with with like are are, are the mob gonna get Connor? Are they gonna like fucking oh, cut his fingers off? He has issues with the Russian mob too. right? No, it's the Irish mob. <laughs> oh, but I don't think it's just the Irish mob though. It's very hard to keep up with There's with a Connor's lot of mob problems. Crime organizations that hate me. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. Beat up an Irish mobster one night apparently, and it became uh, news. You know, if you're in MMA circles, I guess it, Connor's an interesting guy. Like, see, that's what makes Connor bigger than GSP is because Connor beats up Irish gangsters occasionally. You know, like, it, all that was rumors spread on WhatsApp, and I don't know that it's untrue. I just know that normally I don't put a lot of stock in that source. But hey, there was a WhatsApp. A of, group it's more chat. fun to believe it. Yeah, uh-huh. I believe it. I, I'm bought in. Yeah, lock, stock, and barrel. So, it, it, like, is the UFC not able to go into Russia? They could. Like, it, like that's like a hundred and. 20 however 130 150 million people it is 150 like, million that's I've a heard. ton like yeah. they could explode over there i'm sure there's a ton of russian fighters and they're into there's fighting. eastern europeans yeah yeah, yeah yeah some of the best ever are from russia you'd think it would be a very good market i honestly i'm making this up but i really think it's the crime and they just have a hard time doing business there i agree with you they could put zabit uh on the same card oh. and, and, and have them both there because zabit's gonna fight javier uh soon and i think that javier is going to get fucked I love Javier. He's probably, he's, he's in my top five favorite fighters to watch. 
Not because of his personality, because that's a bit dull for me, honestly. Mm -hmm. But his style's so cool, dude. He plays like the kid who has Mortal Kombat and just wants to do the cool moves. Like, 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 <laughs> like he. What's he, his he, name? Um, Javier Rodriguez, I think. He, I believe okay. he's Mexican, and he's just spin kicks and flip kicks and and cartwheel kicks and all kinds of silly spinning stuff that that you don't see people normally do. You know, at this point. MMA has gotten so perfected. There's a lot. Of, it's boxing and wrestling and, and like 50-50, you know. You, you need enough wrestling yeah. to keep them off you and enough boxing to knock them out or vice versa. Enough boxing to keep them from knocking you mm -hmm. out, enough wrestling to take them down, right? That, that kind of seems to be the deal. He's out there doing backflips yeah. spinning around. And <laughs> you, you just I wish someone would edit it and put some Bruce Lee yelps in there like, wow! Why, I, I, why is this guy yelling Rugen when he throws fireballs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's real fun to watch. But uh, he got, and I remember a while back he fought BJ Penn, I believe. And when I saw that fight made, I was like, I'm not an MMA expert, but I know that BJ Penn is about to get dented. Hmm. BJ Penn is not going to be able to sit on his ass after this beating. It's going to be so bad. And sure enough, but, Javier. Zabib is the man too, though he is very badish. I, 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 I guess you know what. Honestly, when it comes to striking, sometimes I, I can hardly tell the difference between the best of the best, right? You know, who's the, the, the shape, the style bender, right? This he's he's this elite striking guy now, Israel something, and uh, and I see him and like other good strikers, and they all look like good strikers to me. Uh, Zabib is a good striker. He goes and he does some spinning shit. I don't know. We'll That's see. I want to see the matchup. It's a terrible fight for Javier. Uh, I believe at first he refused it, and they were going to literally fire him from the UFC if he didn't take it. Uh-huh. Uh, because Zabit is this Russian guy who everyone looks at him, and they're like, oh, he's the next big thing. This is a top five, top three fighter in his weight class, but he's ranked like 13th or 15th or something because he's new. But but nobody wants to... Uh, uh, so, so doubly, it's bad for Javier. One, you don't want to get beat by the guy who's technically 13th or 15th in the world. But two... You look at that guy, and he's probably going to beat you up. That's he's, where Israel, whatever his last name is, it's a hard one. The style bender is, too. He's like, I don't know, 13th right now at 185. And uh, you remember the guy, the perfect specimen? Oh, he fought last Usain night. Bolt? Right? He got a big hammer on his chest. Like a big hammer he on his chest. He just beat Usain. Wait, who what beat the hell Usain Bolt? Uriah Hall, as I meant to say. I don't oh. know where I got Usain Bolt. You know me. But he, the guy who beat Uriah Hall like a few weeks ago, two months ago. Okay, I don't, I don't know we, that guy. He was juiced. His name's Costa or Costa or something. Oh, yeah, I know Costa. I know what he looks like. And he's juiced as fuck, right? He doesn't look real. The style like his bender delt, his called him out. Spheres. He's like, I want. He's like, that guy's got holes in his game. That's the one I want. I want that guy. And everyone's like, you want him? On purpose? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got that guy worked. I could see exactly how I'd beat him. Yeah. I, it made it was, me uh, like him. I, I, I enjoyed the card a lot. I love the UFC. I love mixed martial arts. It's, it's, it's going to be a <laughs> it's going to be a great year for MMA. I think there's, there's so many good fights coming it up. This next card. A good year. I, I really like, um, um, what's her name? Shevchenko in the, in the women's 135 division. I think that she beat Amanda Nunez when they fought a while back. I thought she won that fight. I, I, I thought that she did. And uh, she's got a fight coming up, which I predict her to absolutely destroy her opponent. I don't recall who she's fighting. So, like, yeah, there's a couple good cards coming up. She trains up, and then, with course, Thug, too, right? They're the same camp or something? Am I crazy about that? Uh, I'm not positive about that. Yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a big camp. I think they're in Denver. Hmm. I think they're in Denver. Yeah. Good stuff going on. We'll see. I, the Connor Khabib thing... You, <laughs> 
maybe you've never heard me say it before. These Super Bowl fights, they don't always happen. <laughs> Sometimes the Super Bowl gets canceled. And so I try not to get too excited. Wait, what do you mean by Super Bowl fight? Go into that <laughs> great detail. I will not. <laughs> That's going to be the biggest uh, mixed martial arts pay-per-view of all time. My camera <laughs> at the moment. Readjusting. Excuse me. Well, yeah. UFC. Glad it's so entertaining for you guys. Yeah. For a while there, it seemed really, really boring just based it, on your conversations that nothing was going lame. on. Yeah, was I, I was losing so much interest in it. Chiz it, it did. Was, yeah, Chiz, yeah, Chiz just checked out. He's done. Yeah, I, I think he just he just quit. We'll see if they can uh, pull him back. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll definitely watch Connor fight. Uh, I don't I don't know how you can avoid that. God, I hope Connor wins. It's it, it's just I love legacies. He's I the love Yankees. Winners. He's the, He's the Yankees. He's the Patriots, dude. Like, like, like I love excessive winners. The, 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 when, when people just, when you're just like, when they win so much that they spawn a whole legion of people who hate them because they win so much. If I Connor love people loses, who spit in your face and then still win. It's <laughs> if hey. Connor loses, I know he's gonna be like, I want a rematch. Same place, same opt. Save that canvas. Nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> same weight class, same everything. Let's run it back. Yeah, it's. And they might give it to him. They might. Yeah. And well, he, if he loses, didn't he lose his last fight? Uh, Connor. Well, his well last the fight Mayweather fight. Yeah. Or no, his last like that doesn't count. The other one. Uh, no, no like, his, his the one fight. before that I think is when he beat Nick Diaz. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. he's um that and that that's kind of in reference uh, to what, what he was just saying. Uh, Nate Diaz beat him uh, in this in odd circumstances, and then Connor's like roll it back the exact same way, which is saying something because Connor fights at 145 and or 155. He had the, both of those belts, but this was a catchweight fight. They did it at 170 pounds because they, his opponent only got like a couple of days notice that there was going to be a fight, so they just both fought at 170 pounds. And, and he was like, no, no, no. The rematch is also at 170 pounds. I don't want you saying that the weight cut hurts you at all. We're going to do it right here where you wanted to be. Let's any any beat Nate. And, and Nate, of course... Is always saying that he won that fight. He didn't win that fight. Oh, I mean, right. I've watched that fight five different times or something like that. I love watching that fight. Connor was crippling that motherfucker for the first three rounds or something with leg kicks. Nate's Nate's one of the toughest retarded cavemen who's ever gotten into mixed martial arts. Though he he has a pain tolerance unlike the the other ninety five percent of fighters who fight. Connor was kicking this guy in the legs so fucking hard for the first 15 minutes of that fight that Nate's like limping forward, limping <laughs> forward. <laughs> come back, come here. <laughs> I, actually, I remember I watched that fight live too because I was super confident early on that Connor was going to be the winner. And then after a while, it was just like hitting a wall where it's like, man, he's getting more tired throwing these punches mm -hmm. than Nick, Nick or Nate is inconvenienced by them. Yes. Where he'd be like, like, hit me again, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> the side of his face, has got that Bell's palsy look. Like, his yes. leg his leg was, like, bright red. And, like, after, like, like you see those, like, leg kicks, and it doesn't register how painful those are. But, oh. like, if you, like, like, run into a coffee table or something with the side of your thigh, like, on the corner, you're like, ah, fuck! <laughs> like, ah, I didn't, I didn't know there were so many nerves right there. Like, no, this is a fighter slapping in the same little spot over right. and over and over and over. There's excruciating and i, I bet his, no his leg was like purple and green the next day i bet yeah yeah he's probably you're probably right about the bell's palsy thing he's probably got nerve damage in his face at this point in certain spots i didn't even feel that one <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah. they say that he's, cardio gives you a better chin like knockout resistance and he and his brother are both really known for having a great chin and really known for having outstanding cardio 
triathletes. Mm-hmm. Somewhere right now in, in like South Central Los Angeles, Nate Diaz is is on a bicycle or he's swimming with sharks out in the bay or something yeah. like that. Like like he Their hobbies he, include swimming to Alcatraz and riding their bikes. <laughs> it's just yes. like yeah. Have you heard of that that thing that, that like advanced swimmers will some do time sometimes do Taylor where they make the swim from Alcatraz to the bay? Oh, no, I didn't know they would do that. I thought that was really dangerous. It's very dangerous, and only the most accomplished swimmers can can do it. It's a couple miles or something like that. But And there's an extreme current that can suck you out into the fucking ocean. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, they always believed that that's one of the things that made Alcatraz so secure. Yeah, right? that was Nobody the crux can... of the movie, Escape from Alcatraz. Really? There you go. <laughs> he does it for They fun. even had a boat. <laughs> <laughs> he makes that swim, and you might think that he's like, oh, oh I made it. No. Then he then he like goes on a crazy bike ride for like fifty miles or around Alcatraz. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he swims from Alcatraz to San Francisco, and then like then he runs to Los Angeles or something stupid. Like he's it's, just absurd. Yeah, it's absurd. Does he swim back. I wouldn't be surprised if he if he. There's no telling what they do. I don't, we might be blowing up the legend a little, boy. Yeah. A he little, swims a to little. Alcatraz, then he swims back. He <laughs> gets to Alcatraz, gets within three feet of the shore, and says, "Fuck this, I'm going back." <laughs> no break. Yeah, that, that's insane cardio. Uh, yeah, it, it is, it, yeah, and I think that's related to why they're so hard to knock out. That's exactly well that. And they're, they they push the pace and and they tire these guys who who are like zero to sixty in two two second guys they they just they blow their wide mm-hmm. and then he's still over there Connor he's did still that. over there yeah Muhammad exactly. Ali did that he was talking I th- I forget who he beat I think Frazier was it Frazier and, and he's talking about Rumble in the Jungle when he's just fucking rope a doping him and and they're he, he Muhammad Ali was talking trash during the match and I I, I want to say it was Foreman but I'm not positive. And he's like, you know, he's getting beat up, he's getting beat up, and and he's like, are you getting tired? This is a bad place to get tired. And then he just unloaded on him. And I was like, man, imagine being against Muhammad Ali and tuckering out, <laughs> you know, yeah. just needing was, a break. It was, was Foreman. It was Foreman that they fought in uh, fucking Zaire, I think, is where it was, somewhere in Africa, where they, they okay. the rumble in the jungle, right? You know, like, that. you ever see the movie Ali with Will Smith? No. Oh, it's worth watching, dude. Uh, okay. Will Smith does a very convincing Ali, gets fucking ripped, mm-hmm. and uh, and he does the accent and everything. And uh, when they fight, it's so good, you know, because he, what happened was Ali goes in there and he befriends the natives, right? He's jogging like Rocky Balboa through villages and stuff. And I can't remember the chant. It was like Ali Bumbaye, Ali yeah. Bumbaye, which I think might mean Ali kill him or something like that. He's going. To, he's calling um, Foreman uh, a, a big gorilla and like making all these, these racial like comments about because because he's like this dark skinned big black guy and Ali's light skinned and he's he's going super racist against him with like the natives and they're feeding into that. Of course, they're not fighting in either. It's not supposed to be the home. There's not supposed to be a home team advantage when they get mm-hmm. to the fight. Foreman stayed in his hotel the whole fucking time. He didn't want to intermingle with the natives. When they get to the fucking That'd be what arena, my dumbass did, too. <laughs> you can just hear it, like, Ali, boom, ba, yay, Ali. The whole place is shaking with Ali chants. It's, it's, it's home court for Ali by the time they get to the fight. I looked it up. It does mean Ali kill him. I was curious. Yeah, ah, cool. Yeah, it's, 
it was uh, that chant, and of course, some random fucking SoundCloud rapper's name now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, uh, these SoundCloud rappers are just taking words and phrases from the ages and turning them into their artist's name, making w- Wikipedia very confusing. That's funny. I don't care for it. Yeah, check out Ali. It, it, it's actually really good, and uh, I can't remember the guy who plays uh, Howard Cosell. I don't remember who plays Coward Cosell in that movie, but he kills it. It's, pr- it's probably someone who's been disgraced now. It's probably do, someone uh, who's not allowed to act do anymore. You guys, do you guys remember uh, the Mighty Ducks movie? Oh, yeah. Oh. It almost made me want to play hockey. So uh, I just linked you to something. So the guy who played Goldberg is not doing well. Oh, no, oh, he looks... boy. How can he be that old? Well, hold on. Let's take a guess. Don't scroll down yet. Just look at the okay. mugshot of the face. Okay. How old is Goldberg? Like, how well, old is this guy? All right, based on his look, he looks... He looks 50. I, I would say he looks 50. But, like, me thinking about when that movie came out, and, I, and I'm guessing it came out, like, early 90s, and he was, like, 14 or something then. So he should be, like, 43 or I'm something. I'm putting him like at that. 40 flat. And I'm, I'm going exclusively off where I thought... My beard was at forty flat. <laughs> this, this is a this is a thirty nine year old man. Okay, yeah. thirty nine years old, very close, Kyle. But this guy does not look now uh, if you six t- years younger than you and seven years older than Kyle, or you know a little over ten years older than me. Like this this guy looks terrible. It it like made me sad to see like one of the hockey Twitter accounts I follow be like, "LOL, something interesting going on with this," and I was like, "Oh." I, he's got no cherubic look. He looks like, like he got arrested a couple of years ago for meth, it says yeah. here. I guess oh, things yeah. have not gone well. Oh, since. yeah, that's meth face. Yeah, he was fat yeah. in the movie, though. Yeah, he was. He was He, he was, was quite fat. Yeah. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Was that Emilio Estevez? Yep. Yes. Yep, where they're like, uh, yeah, he gets caught drunk driving and like gets in an accident or something. They're like, all right, you don't have to go to jail. You get to a lot of one-on-one exclusive time with some teens. And it made like, no sense. It happened no, to me. No That's what they do. Except they, I wasn't drinking and driving. I was dropping jelly in the dorm rooms, and they had me watch people's children as punishment. Well, that's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. You got a jello dropper over here. <laughs> my son. Hey, Emilio, uh, we're about to go meet all the kids. You want to get out and walk on the, on the pond over to them? Nah, nah. The pond all the kids are on? Drive my limo onto it. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like <laughs> even as a kid, I'm like, this, this, this guy's shouldn't be around children. Mm-hmm. No. He's letting them. He's like, all right, we're gonna go play Team Iceland. You know what they should have done two seconds after they arrived? They're like, well, Iceland is fielding a team of 31 year olds, so we cannot play. If you remember that, like they were clearly enormous in compared. And Iceland being the bad guys, right? Yeah. Exactly. Literally, they're just they're like, well, it's a hockey movie for kids. Uh, it's got ice in the name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. But yeah, that was that. That makes me a little sad when you see those mug shots or like just later in life shots of those child stars. It never seems like they do well. Child stars, like they always seem to not do well. I follow Macaulay Culkin on Twitter, oh. and he seems like a, a goo. Like just just an, a little bit of an odd duck. You know, it makes some funny jokes sometimes, but they, I don't know. It, it's that universal like stereotype that's so true that like there is always something a little up with child stars. I think that's he, true of child YouTube stars. It's he getting looks, that because now that they're basically celebrities in their own right. He aged like cricket from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. 
He is a <laughs> At least someone's mess. fucking my gash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a sixer, you know. Whatever. What is this? If that guy, if this a guy stumbled beer? up six to me, pack of beer. yeah, six pack of beer. If this guy stumbled up to me and was like, "Hey, I just need a little help. Just, uh, I'm, I'm homeless. I was in, I was Goldberg and Mighty Ducks. I'd be like, keep, keep walking, just keep walking.' Like, <laughs> for no second would you think this guy was telling the truth? <laughs> no, no, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Poor guy. Yep, dude. I know politics talk is generally not appreciated, but there's been so much shit going on. Like, Trump is now openly admitting that he met with the Russians to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. Uh, and that his son did, right? Yes, I'm sorry. That his son did. And it's funny. He's like, not that there's anything wrong that with that, a year ago. but I knew nothing about it. I'm like, huh, nothing wrong with it, but distance yourself. Good call. Um, yeah, but he, he always had different lies about it. His lies have evolved from we've never met any Russians to we met Russians about adoption to something else. And now it's like, yeah, we were trying to get dirt on Hillary. That's what we were doing, but it's all fine. Um, so that's, I think that's a pretty interesting development. Manafort's on trial right now. And of course that's hardly his, what he's on trial for is hardly related to Trump, but they're trying to flip him. Cohen says that he did know about the meeting beforehand, but unless there's a recording, who knows what to go. Go ahead, Kyle. I was listening to the Jim and Sam show and they were talking about Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I guess what happened was. I hope this. I don't think it's this is old news either. I think this is pretty recent. Uh, what happened was this this girl that Bill dated in high school and a little bit afterwards okay. came for, and and she loved Bill apparently. Smoking hot, by the way, late, 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 just just super hot back in the day. Uh, she comes forward with all this dirt on Hillary. It's hilarious. She's like she's like I came and I and I was like I saw him with her and I was like this can't be. The Hillary that I've heard about. This cannot be the woman that Bill is with. She dressed like a, like, she dressed matronly and she had bad hygiene. She smelled, <laughs> she had greasy hair and she smelled all the time. Every time I ever met her, she smelled like mm-hmm. like this this whole like 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 expose where she's like laying out um, how like you know she lost Bill to to Hillary. And how uh, Hillary apparently had uh, Chelsea so that people wouldn't think she was a lesbian. That was the main reason that they, they had the kid, apparently, according to Bill. Uh, I, I, it according fucking, to Bill? Yeah. You think was, I put that in her on my own volition? Hell no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm shoving Cubanos into Chelsea. She's a political wife. It, it's like, a, I don't remember where I heard it. It was like this secret ex-secret service agent for like the Clintons. And was like, oh yeah, we all loved Bill. Like, Bill was great. And they're like, what about Hillary? Like, oh, terrible. She threw a sandwich at me once. <laughs> she threw a sandwich <laughs> at me once. Yeah, uh, here you go. Here's here's a link to This is the first thing I found. Yeah. Also, but, uh, you know, the reputable news source, Jim and Sam. I was trying to find a pretty picture of a young Hillary Clinton. And I'm like, this one's pretty good. I'll use it as my example of, guys, Hillary wasn't that bad. It's an actress playing a young Hillary Clinton in some <laughs> upcoming movie. It's not. It's not really her. Yeah, she wasn't terrible. She really wasn't. Uh, I want to find a picture of this uh, this mistress or ex girlfriend of Bill's because yeah, because she's, she's throwing stones. Let's see if she lives in a glass house. You say she's attractive. Dolly Kyle, that's her name. This is the best young Hillary I can find. I've seen it before. You probably have too. Oh wow, well, yeah, Dolly Kyle is 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 hot. Was. 28 rare photos of a young Hillary Clinton. How many people are clicking on this article? I gotta know. <laughs> it's seven pages. 
I like you know, that picture of uh, like Bill when he's standing next to Hillary, and she looks like just a beatnik, and he's got the most enormous poofy hair and the beard. It's in that article you just linked, Woody, like three down. Oh, I'm on. Like, it's just so funny seeing that guy walking around, and what, what would that be? Yeah. What I like, and, and sixty, yeah. It, they 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 were talking about how Hillary got kind of got a makeover once she became the first lady, and it seemed like Bill went to whoever made her over and was like, "Make her look like Dolly. <laughs> look at Dolly Kyle's hair. Like she's got the Hillary from like nineteen ninety four look." If you scroll to the bottom, she, I mean, she looks like a movie star. Very attractive lady. Uh, I'm gonna show that picture to everyone. Yeah. yeah, she she's she's more attractive than Hillary. Although I thought she was gonna be. No, she's attractive. She really, uh, scroll down to the bottom, she looks very good for a middle-aged woman. I'm sure that's an older photo now. Yeah, that's an older, she's 68 now. You know, this uh, is... So probably not fuckable. Not anymore, no. What's no. the age where, like, no matter how well someone is put together, you're like, I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't. Like, well, I no, mean, like, no, like it's a 75 year old that's the, in the best shape for a 75. I don't care if they're 105. Tell me about the, uh, t- tell me about the early 19, tell me about the... The Great War. Mm-hmm. While I while I fuck you, it, it's about how they look, not not how they. Not okay. What I was just number. curious. Yeah, I would care. I don't, I don't know, 90, know anyone 100? who holds up to a hundred though. I, no one does. <laughs> Here, let's but Kyle is saying hypothetically he'd, he'd forgive any number if she looked nineteen. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. I, yeah, some stem cell research is going to make hundred year olds hot. Vampire? I'd fuck a vampire. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's risky business, man. Uh, is it? I want to be a vampire. I'd right. love to be a vampire. We're, well, they might Have kill you. Have you watched any vampire lore? Like, you don't get it by fucking them. They bite you. It's... I think you would get it from fucking them, though, right? Like, if You if, do have VD, vampire disease. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? I, like, I, I feel like I, I, I serrate my they, penis a little before I put it in. Sometimes oh. they, they kill you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would kill me, though. Mm, okay. Yeah. So you'd have like a deal. But isn't that always the thing with vampires where they're like, oh, I'm going to turn you into a vampire. But then once they get their teeth in you, they just want to keep eating you. And so they have to really love you or want you to be a vampire. I don't know. I don't. My vampire is very out of it. It really depends on like which lore we're going with, like how you actually become a vampire. Um, I I, I, I like the idea of them turning me into a vampire, though. I'd love to be a vampire. That's the they bite Sexy your neck, monster. right? And then oh, it's different in everything. So, uh, and and all right for True True Blood, for example, they suck your blood until you're almost dead. Then they feed you their blood. Then they bury you alive, and you come back out of the ground as a vampire. That's how it worked there. You're right. In some of the movies, they suck all your blood out until you're dead. You die, but then you come back to life a couple nights later out of your coffin. And then you know that fucking mm. Van Helsing has to be down there stabbing you before you emerge as a vampire but then uh and let's see interview with a vampire uh i want to say that you just had to drink some of the other person's blood like 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 if, if anybody gets some of this in them they become a vampire it's oh that's pretty yeah. easy yeah right so yeah, it, it's, it's uh, always different depending on the lore and and what uh what film you're watching but uh but yeah i'd love to be a vampire especially uh, like, a true blood. like what if wouldn't like the no daylight everything get old incredibly quickly because like you wouldn't like all of your old associates, you wouldn't be able to. Well, I mean, like let, let's go with like traditional vampire shit. So like the sunlight is in, you know. Because I agree with you. If the sunlight thing isn't a factor, that doesn't seem like a downside to being a vampire at all. You can just walk around and not have to eat food, and you live yeah. forever, and you can probably like jump really high or whatever the fuck. I think if you put some super sunscreen on, wear a couple layers, get a sun hat and some goggles, you're good. But 
if that's not the case, that has to be the case. There has to be some level of sunscreen and or clothing that like gets you out in the open during the day. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, assume you can't. Assume I you can't. I wouldn't mind. I just moved somewhere uh, where, you know, there was more darkness or gloom. Which are things I enjoy anyway. You ever see the movie 30 Days of Darkness? <laughs> I enjoy darkness and gloom. Yes. I'm, a, I'm big on gloom. Yeah, I have uh, seen 30 Days of, uh, 30 days of Night, from, I think. Yeah, it may be. I, I love that movie. Um, I can't think of the guy's name who's in it. Josh something or another. Josh Hartnett? That doesn't seem right. But uh, that, that's a really cool vampire movie. You know, they, they go to that town where it's going to be fucking nighttime for the next 30 days because it's up in the near the, uh, uh, the, the top of the world. That's a cool premise. And those are scary vampires. I wouldn't want to be one of those vampires with like the feral teeth everywhere. No, you want to be like the suave, cool vampire who still yeah. looks like just a really pale human. Oh, and sexy as fuck, right? You ever see Interview with a Vampire with, uh, with Brad Pitt and uh, Tom Cruise? I think I've seen that before. Antonio Banderas um, um, and uh, the little girl vampire. Uh, who's an adult now, obviously, because that was like 1990-something. Um, what's her name? She was the redhead from Spider-Man 1. Um, oh. With the um, fucked teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, with the fucked teeth. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, yeah Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Whatever. She was the. She's like, in real life, like 11, 13, somewhere in there, like a little, hey, I'm a little girl. But she becomes a vampire, so she stays a little girl forever. So now she's this murderous little girl who can never, like, get fucked or anything and she's super mad about it it's great oh that would suck see like the big thing about becoming a vampire is you'd want it to be on your own schedule so if they were like all right taylor you you get to join the vampire club council whatever the fuck uh i'm gonna be like all right well hold off for now you need to give me because my understanding of vampirism is that like if i'm a big fat person and they turn me into a vampire oh your body's not changing anymore you're Mm -hmm. a big fat person now like, that's just the way you look. So you need to make sure you got, like, a new haircut. You're, like, shaved perfectly. Like, all of your grooming is done. You need to make sure you're shredded. Like, you want to be, like, right bef- Like, you want to be way in weight when you get bit. You know, they, they want to be tasting okay. the Dehydrate. whatever flavor protein powder you were having out of your, yeah, yeah. Out of your blood. And you just, then... You can eat whatever you want. Or, shit, can you eat whatever you want as a vampire? Or can you only eat blood? As much be- blood as you want. No, but I mean, like... If I want a burger, can I eat a burger? I think the deal is that you don't want a burger anymore. You just love blood so much. Blood now becomes like strawberry milkshakes all the time. You're just like, oh, del- I eat nothing but milkshakes now, and that's and that's what makes me powerful and strong? Wonderful. <laughs> oh. Wait, so if you're out and about for like a social function, you're a vampire, but you still work because you're becoming a super powerful business mogul with your eons of life. Sure. You got to go out with non-vampires like for like a nice social night of like fancy dinner and drinking, but you can't let them know. So you're saying you can't eat. And if they're like, oh, you know, we're all going to have some rum and coke and one for the man over here. You know, if you take a sip of that or if you have a sip of water, are you going to be fucked? No, you got to be. Yeah, I think you would be fucked. Uh, In a a lot of the movies, it seems like to sit there with a cup of blood. And everybody's just sitting there pretending bloody they don't smell pennies. Mary. No, you get yourself a Bloody Mary. That's your, that's your drink, of course. You want to host a lot. That way you can like <laughs> have your own bottle that you're pouring over there. Like, I don't think you would like the vintage. Ah, 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 ah. As you're pouring, you're like, that looks thick. <laughs> does, he not, does he think we don't know he's drinking blood every time we're with him? <laughs> it stinks in here. 
<laughs> it smells like pennies. Look it at smells his teeth. awful. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like post-period sex in here, and he's gallivanting around with a half-full cup of blood. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. You know, of course we're going to agree to whatever Dealey proposes. He's drinking blood. Like he's, he's, This is a crazy person. And you come back in. Aha, aha, aha. Have we come to a deal on our business venture? <laughs> it would be I will give you, to the count of three, a one. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Two. Ah, ah. Uh, <laughs> it would, that's the best monster. Werewolf is awful. Werewolf is, Werewolf is awful. boring. It's too feral, too... You know, there's no uh, duplicitousness. It doesn't yeah, seem... Once a month, you become a monster, and you're like, you're like uh, out of control, and you, you potentially kill the people you care about the most, right? You gotta chain yourself up somewhere, and, and you never know when some smartass is gonna stick his nose in your business with his silver bullets and shit. Yeah, it could happen anytime. Uh, you know, like, like swamp. What what's, what else is there? The swamp thing or something like that? Frankenstein. That's too niche. I feel like that's just one guy. Yeah, like, it is. There's it's just not like there's a bunch though. of swamp fiends. But like the van, the werewolf, yeah. Like that's inconvenient. Like I'd rather be not special at all than be a werewolf. Think of how many pants you have to buy as a werewolf. You just You're bursting through entire outfits. Throat. Yeah. Or you just have to look like a schlub walking around in sweatpants all the time. Once a month. Yeah, that would be a shitty one. I'd rather be a vampire for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Vampires sexy. Vampires got all, and depending on which movie or which book, you've got cool powers, right? You can sort of do like a Jedi mind trick on people and control them. They slay pussy. Like, like ladies seem to really like the vampire thing. Uh, you're a little pale, but eh, whatever. I already that, that, am. Who cares? Yeah, that looks that looks always uh, always popular anyway. It's not like you know you're gonna fit right in. And, yeah. you, you know, you, and think of the interest. The compounding interest over time, you know, that, that, that's great, too. You don't have to worry you could about... You just, like, open... You wouldn't even have to be financially that savvy. Mm-hmm. You could just make a few very small and conservative investments, and then for the next hundred years, just be like, I'm going to go around the wilderness and explore, kill the occasional person, drink their blood, but it just should be neat. Grab a vampire buddy, you know, traipse around, and then you just show back up. And you have a ton of money. Like you wouldn't I'd, even need to be Mr. Brilliant. You could just. I'd enjoy bite all life. my friends. I'd bite all the people I like, whether they liked it or not. I'd be like, you're a vampire now. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a vampire, Kyle. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. You're gonna be thoughts. managing me for a long time. <laughs> I have some very long-term investments for you to watch I didn't want to be a vampire. <laughs> and then that's like where that like close-out music of like. Uh, curb your enthusiasm would play, you know. (laughs) 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 I've said this before, but man, it it would be so easy to accumulate a lot of money as a vampire. Yeah, we were just saying that. We were saying that like you didn't, you wouldn't even have to be smart. No, a couple conservative little investments, and then forget about it for a century as you're exploring the world, doing other stuff. Like you, you, you you could do it in any half a century. Should she seem like enough? I mean, like yeah, just. Put some money aside. Half a century goes by. A lot of people have a good amount of money by the time they're sixty-five. The problem is they're sixty-five. That's and you're also look. You're you're thinking of yourself as a, a normal person who could live forever. You're a vampire. You're regularly killing people and eating them. You just rob them blind, right? Drain their checking accounts and stuff like that. Then you invest that money. How do you get away with it though? Well, you're eating people. Right. You well, you got Jeffrey Dahmer sure got, got busted. That. Like yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer was a moron though. It, How did he, he end up getting caught? Did he get caught with like uh, the body parts in his house, or was that John Wayne Gacy? 
they all got caught with body parts. So one of the things that I remember about Jeffrey Dahmer is he had kidnapped this this guy and he had drilled a hole in his head with a power drill and he was like dripping muriatic acid into it to make him a zombie, uh, like a sex slave. The guy breaks loose and is running down the street with this hole drilled in his head, retarded basically now. He's mm. very confused because of the drilling. Two cops drive by. Hey, what are you doing there? What's what's what seems to be the issue, sir? He's mm. like, ah, 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 help! Jeffrey Dahmer comes up. He's like, oh, hello, officers. This is my boyfriend, which makes them very awkward because it's like 1980 something or, mm -hmm. or whatever. And he's like, he's a little drunk. I'll take him home and see to him. Well, you see that you do, and don't let folks see him out here in his undies. It's it's uncouth. Ah, uh, get out of here, homo. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what went down. He took him back to his house and murdered him. Yeah. See, if you're a vampire, though, like, like it's not like you're like eating your landlord, right? You know, you you fly into Baltimore, you eat a couple people, rob them, drain their accounts, and then you fly off to fucking San Diego. You so know, you new identities all the time. Yeah, you're a vampire. What do you want to settle down? Yeah, work a, work a nine to five. No. Please. Are you immune to like bullets and stuff as a vampire oh, yeah. or not? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then the best place to go would be, like, super densely populated high-crime areas because you could just mm -hmm. get away with tons of blood drinking. This yeah. one's got some crack in the blood. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start to develop a problem. <laughs> Being like... <laughs> able to turn into a bat would ruin paramotoring for me. Like, you know, like, this is so lame. <laughs> It'd yeah. be more fun, though. That would never shut down. Now you're like, a bat. You think you'd have so much more maneuverability. Yeah. I no mean, setup time. It, and you wouldn't just have to do it outside. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to fly into the East Sun Room real quick. Grab something. Just, oh, yeah. this yeah, is yeah. <laughs> the East Moon Room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. No uh, Sun Rooms. Sun room. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Sun Rooms would be, would be unwelcome. Yes. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love to be a vampire. That, that, that's definitely my go-to. Immortality, shape-shifting abilities, some I'd sort of Jedi sun, mind though. trick. Nah, you put up throwing a bunch of sunscreen and a welder's helmet. Go out if you want, but but like, you know, the the, the night is your friend, especially and especially if you go up somewhere really high, uh, near one of the poles where you get those long extended periods of of, of darkness. Ah, it'd be great. Go to fucking one of those mm. Nordic countries somewhere where they get like I know they're not as high up, but maybe they get a week or two of darkness. Ah, you're just chilling all the time. I get a little hours depressed a though if like I don't get my sunshine. Makes me happy to get outside. This would change you though, because mm. if you got sunshine as a vampire, it would be excruciating and you would die. Yeah, maybe. I'd... So you might like walk out into the sun for like a little bit and be like, "Ah, oh, no." Well, okay, I'll admit I stopped liking the sun, but I don't know that I'll stop desiring the sun. I'll, stop, I'll maybe I'll wish that I was a person again. Oh, you could like probably maybe... get some like mood lighting in your house, you mm. know, like, like some of that natural, uh, some of those natural light bulbs, so it always looks like, uh, you know, it's daytime. I'm sure you can get oh, some. Or you can move to the Middle East. And pretend to be a woman. That'll and then it. you always have to wear a burqa and no one will suspect a thing. That's that's pretty that's a pretty good idea. This is pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> this is very smart. And no one's gonna suspect you. You know, and you I, just have I was about to your, say, like, well what about when fashion changes? You're gonna live forever. Oh wait a minute, actually that fashion trend's pretty consistent in the Middle East for, yes. for as long as I know. Thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're okay yeah. for a while. The Saudi Arabia, you know, <laughs> summer 14 collection. You know? <laughs> and of 14, course, they're talking 14? about uh, 1014. Yeah. All the 14s, really. 
for the 1900th <laughs> consecutive year. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of any other like monster that I would prefer to be mm. like, like a, or any any sort of creature really. Like like it'd be nice to be an X Man, I yeah. guess. Like some sort of mutant. Uh, like like not any. Not sort if you're of a shitty one though. There were shitty ones. I remember like watching the cartoons. And uh, a lot of the X-Men is an allegory for racism or, uh, or homophobia and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's ham-handed. I remember the cartoons as a kid. Very much so. Like, Just because you can look at things and blow them up doesn't mean I should fear you. It's like it absolutely <laughs> does. <laughs> like, he's one, like, looking down too much and his glasses falling off from this whole place going up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he but should there, be locked there, away. There's, like, like <laughs> these, these roaming gangs of, like, anti-mutant civilians who are like going around basically um um lynching mutants right like 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 the kkk but they're after mutants and there's this like frog boy who's in an alley and he's like i can't even do anything i'm just a frog man (laughs) and he's running from them and i was like oh my god he's just a frog man like he can't even ribbit or jump really high he just looks like that and that was the deal he, he couldn't stick to walls. He couldn't ribbit. His tongue didn't come out and grab shit. He was just a frog man. He was just deformed. Yeah, he was just yeah. terribly, terribly deformed. I and only have care. the downsides of being a frog man, which is no yeah. girls like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my skin dries out if I don't keep it moist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have and the more tap be- water I drink, the more bicurious I'm feeling. <laughs> 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 I have <a> toothpaste. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was actually one of my topics. Did you see what happened to Infowars? Infowars? They're taking their videos down or something, right? They're banned from YouTube, Facebook, uh, Spotify, Spotify, and, and iTunes. Yeah, like all that's within all right. a, a We'll day. just start up the Alex, jo- Alex Jones streaming network. He's twenty-four fucked, hours sure through the right. day. He's Dude, pretty much pretty telling fucking... everyone to buy bone broth so that they feed their gladiator. He's just trying to get one last cash infusion out of this thing. Oh, he'll get his own streaming service. That's yeah, all he his his own website will blow up in popularity. Like he won't be as popular as he was before. It's really fucking creepy seeing like different ostensibly companies suddenly come out and like do all this banning all at the same time in like a synchronized way. I, think, I don't like seeing that at all. He's been doing this shit for like a yeah. decade plus. And like to see these multinational giant media conglomerates that control the way you discuss things online all the same day at the same time go, nip. Like I it, think it's, it's not the same day, but it's so yeah, calculated. I, I don't know. I don't think they're coordinated as much as they oh, are. It like, sure is. I think it's more along the lines of like, I wish I could do it. I wish I could do it. Oh, they're doing it. Let's jump on board. Oh, they're doing it. We'll jump on board too. Like uh, YouTube, for example. They gave him a strike for some sort of hate speech thing that he did. And then they waited six months because two strikes is a bigger deal. It would make him pause to give him another strike. But they waited till the first one expired. And then he got four strikes in a row on his different videos. But they like uh, collated them. like they, they combined them, I'm looking for, mm-hmm. into one strike so that he wouldn't have his channel taken down. And they waited six months so they wouldn't be able to not upload and YouTube was really just sort of bending over backwards so that it wasn't a real punishment. And then now, you know, like it just, the, the dominoes fell one after another. Yeah, I gotta love uh, the end of free speech. <coughs> Woohoo. Is that yeah, how you see yeah. it? Absolutely. I, I, I think it's really dangerous for companies that control all of your ability to speak over the internet when they can start, you know, doing things like this. And what I think is clearly a coordinated effort. You know, like that. All for like, if it was a terms of service, a terms of service thing, he's been doing the exact same ridiculous, stupid shit. I don't even like Alex Jones' point of view. Mm-hmm. I don't he's either. Been, he's been doing this ridiculous shit for fifteen, twenty. He's been doing it for so, so long. It's like they could have done this way before, but it is 
kind of made suggestions to shoot Robert Mueller. I've heard it pronounced Mueller and Mueller. I need to hear his words, you know? Yeah, he mimed I need to hear it. that because... There's I'm... no words. He mimed it. He did finger guns. Or I don't know what the fuck he did. I don't know how you mime it. That's um, okay. I'm, I'm not going def- to like, defend his actual positions and like what he says as rational or you know, a valid perspective on things because I don't think most of it is. Like He's, he, he's a b- broken clock. He's going to be right a couple times a day and wrong a lot more than that, I think. But it's just the principle of it of like, ooh, these, these companies that ha- basically have monopolies on our ability to converse about things online are now shutting down in mass uh, the ability of people to kind of get out there. So He, he said that Mueller is a demon that he'll take down or he'll die trying, that the word is demon doesn't actually have sex with children. He just controls the rings where people have sex with children. Okay. And he That's minds, what he said. That, yeah, that he mined that he was going to kill. Yeah, this is hate See, speech. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that. I, I, I don't like him saying that, but I also don't like hate seeing him totally speech. deplatformed. Yeah, hate speech is free speech. But Nazis, like, it's against YouTube's terms of service. Are they not allowed to like have terms of service? No, they're, they're allowed hate to, but, but when they can define hate speech as whatever they want, it's it's not... It's not going to be a fair. Th- well, making uh, up lies and calling people pedophiles pretty pretty legit. You know, that, that you should be able yeah, to ban I can, for that. Yeah, I can, I can, I can get behind that kind of thing. Like that, I, I don't that like routinely. that. I didn't, I didn't know that he was just baselessly calling everybody pedophiles because I don't want to watch a show. Mm-hmm. But I still, mm-hmm. even if I disagree with him on everything, like it's it's pretty creepy that they can take like what is essentially the biggest non-mainstream media thing out there. That's still really big because he is pretty fucking popular, and shut that down across all mediums. Yeah, they. they I mean, they, I'm I'm still split on it. I, like, I, I, I feel like I, he's I, not I a like close freedom. call. I, I just like freedom. I you know I, I don't have to, uh, the fact that I hate what he says makes it all the more uh, important that it, that it's defended. Uh, that's you know that that's how I feel about flag burning. Right? I despise flag burning. There's a part of me that wants to say no, that should be illegal. And when we find someone doing it, we should do something awful to them. Then I'm like, wait, wait a minute. That's why there are free speech laws, because it's to protect the minority from the majority. Yeah, we all agree that's fucking stupid. We all agree it's disgraceful, but that's why we have free speech. Like, like he should be able to say whatever he wants, even but if it's a lie. Free speech doesn't, like, okay, so not long ago, we, we were in this agreement that you can't compel companies to support, for example, the gay wedding cake, right? And now mm-hmm. we're compelling YouTube to spread Alex Jones' message. See, I oh no, like that's, no, we that's, can't. Uh, it's a, it's it's a private it's a private company. I'm not saying that we can uh, we can change it. I just don't like it. I don't agree with it. It's legal. I'm not saying that what they've done is illegal. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's immoral. Yeah, it's definitely immoral. But it's it, not illegal. They can do what they want. Like it it is but a it, little bit of a conundrum because I I totally see the inconsistency you're talking about, Woody. I, I agree with you actually. Like, I do think that you have to look at some things on a gradient, and I, d- I think that comparing one independently owned bakery to a multinational corporation that uses, you know, government structures that are tax paid, you know, to maintain their monopoly, places like Twitter, uh, places like, uh, well, Twitter's actually like one of the companies that's not on here, uh, but YouTube, Google, Facebook, like they control so much about public discourse. And so I think it's definitely more serious for them to be shutting something down than, you know, a, a, a bake the cake kind of thing. But I am trying to reconcile that and think through it. Cause I, like I do see internal inconsistency there. I agree with you. I can also see like when, it, when something gets big enough, like YouTube allowing them to control 
the argument, you know, to lay yeah. out who can talk and who can't gets a little dangerous. Like it, it almost seems it's like very dangerous. On the other hand, this to me is not the case. You know, like this guy's out there calling everyone pedophiles and say they're running sex slaves and, and he's, you know, making shit up constantly calling. He's attacking individual parents. These are not public figures, but parents of Sandusky children who were murdered in kindergarten. And uh, like he's, he's going against not just public figures, but big guys, small guys, little guys in between, making shit up to line his own pockets. Like that's what yeah, this I don't, guy I don't does. like it. So when I say, yeah, you know, if YouTube starts quashing the next Arab Spring, then they're not, you know, wielding their power responsibly. But this is not irresponsibly wielding their power. This is... I, I think it's selective. You know, they, they've singled him out. I, I think the televangelists are worse. I, I think that, like, like, you know, go listen to Joel Osteen for a little while. Go listen to one of these big televangelists, and you'll see that they spread hate speech on a weekly basis. They blame hurricanes and fires in California mm. on on homosexuals and, and, and uh, um, uh, Jews. They're nasty, you know? too. Politically hard to touch. But so is Alex Jones. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't like it, but I, I, I support his right to do it. And I think that's where I stand on that. I, and I don't like to see them sort of silencing him. But I don't think he can. I think that that works to his favor. I'm sure there's a we'll oh, shit just hit the fan kind of thing going on over at Alex Jones Incorporated or whatever. But I bet he comes out of this with his, you know, like a streaming service of his own or he finds somewhere to be the exclusive hub for him or he runs it out of his own website or something like that. No, no, I, I guarantee this is the beginning of the end of his influence because people are not going to leave mediums that they're very comfortable with. The interface, the use, like YouTube, like uh, the way you have to think of it is a lot of these aren't as crossover networks as you think like people think oh the same people who are going on infowars.com are the same people watching the content on youtube or the same people watching it on xyz site he hosted on it's like no for a lot of fan bases the way it works is this segment of his audience consumes it through this one medium and when they get rid of youtube they will no longer watch it they'll find something similar that they also like like i think taylor's right not and i think that we even have a model of it i think that milo is a shadow of the influence he had during the election oh that's different he is Milo himself became disgraced. No, like, he has like, Facebook I, still, I think, right? Yeah, it, my, Milo he, still places, but but, but, with, but like without Twitter and you know, without Milo's, yeah. everyone kind of blackballed him and You're deplatformed. He got deplatformed. I think that happens to Alex Jones too. I, I, but, it's but, not like the Alex Jones specifically one I have a problem with. Like as much, it's like the fear I have for what's coming next. Like this is the first of many dominoes of censorship that's going to come down. Like it, it's not going to stop with Alex I, Jones. I hope that XM gives him a uh, XM Sirius XM gives him his own cha- his own channel. It'd be huge. Do that. Uh, Howard Stern's only got a couple more years on his contract anyway. You need a you need somebody like that. They have, Joel Osteen has a channel on there. Oprah has a channel on there. Stern's got two. There's all kinds of crazy shit on Sirius. They're not going to give him. Uh, they're they're not going to do it at all. I would. If I, I if I ran serious, yeah, I think Taylor's right. I don't know if with any confidence, but I just feel like he's so toxic. Everyone, I, I, you know, I don't think it was a coordinated effort for these companies to all drop him at once. I think it was more of a, oh, here's our chance. You know, it, if 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 iTunes is doing it, Spotify can get away with it. Facebook, I'm not sure about Facebook, but I think Facebook too, and yeah, I know that did. YouTube um, are all just like, well, we'll do it as a group. There'll be one outrage, and then we'll be done. This is our well, yeah, chance. Yeah, that's coordinated. To, it, not if they're not talking to each other, you know, like it, if I'm on Twitter, I'm thinking right now, like maybe I'll jump on board this too, just so that like I'm one eighth of the attention instead of all of it. Maybe it was just how quickly it all rolled out that it's like, but you're right. That that's why companies would uh, 
you know, collaborate on something like this is because the PR from people who dislike it is going to be spread four ways. Damn, Alex looking good with the beard. Easy. Do you have a link? His head yeah. is gets rounder every time I see him. Mm -hmm. So I went to his Twitter. I guess he responded to this um, seven hours ago. It's a 230-minute long video that's uploaded to Twitter there. But uh, I watched the first 30 seconds of it. We've been shadow banned for years now anyway. So I don't know. I, I just noticed he had a beard there. And I mm. saw it was two, uh, 230 minutes of content. So I clicked off. But yeah. I think he'll be fine. He's, he, I, think, I think he's bigger than we give him credit for. I think when you look at like Howard Stern being able to bring his enormous terrestrial audience over to Sirius proves that someone who's got that big of a following can do it. Sirius had 400,000 subscribers when Howard jumped on board. Now they have 30 million. And a, a large percentage of that is about Stern. It's not a, I, I mean, I, I've got the service. I, I, I scan through the channels daily. There's not a whole lot else going on over there. I mean, honestly, like... Shade, shade the 45. only thing that makes me think they might pick it up is because Sirius is on a downward trend as far as like their popularity, mm -hmm. and they they the people at Sirius like they know they're not stupid. They know that they are on their last legs as far as the availability. Like like even Sirius XM is old school now. It's like oh, it's not on demand content. I have to like it wait is. for other stuff. Like I wait, can't just it go. Is, you say. Yeah, it's yeah. not the way like I YouTube my, or, I've got or it on podcast my phone. apps are. Like you can't yeah, just is. go there and select an episode of one and play it, can you? Yeah, yeah. I've got it, I've got the app on my phone. I've got the app, I've got it on my, uh, my 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 computer. Anytime I want, I can go and like listen to the days like Jim and Sam or or uh, or Stern or whatever. And there's 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 video now. So it's a hybrid. It's almost like a DVR, right? Like if it's gone live already, you can listen to. Okay. okay, so the app itself, you don't have to... It's not the way it used to be where you have to just turn it on and then you're listening to whatever's on that channel. The way like, Taylor describes it point. is how it works in my new truck. Yeah. That's how it's you, always worked for me is like when I go, oh, I'm going to go to oh, the... Oh, that is how it will work in your vehicle. You need the app. So, but, but, you, but see, you can link the app to your truck with Bluetooth or auxiliary, mm -hmm. depending on what your technology is, and, and then select the episode you want to play and then play it that way. Okay. I just I like even so like that's more impressive than I thought it was the fact that it doesn't allow you to do that in cars I would wager that the majority of users aren't using the app they're using the car uh, the car module just because most people end up getting it because that's it comes what I with do. their car I just listen to whatever's on but they they're not going to win this battle against podcasting where you don't have to pay it's free it's a hundred percent on demand you can download it have it ready like they're just not they're not going to win this this battle like even though they're still growing. Like I think we looked at these numbers. They're not growing at a like at a replenishment rate. I bet you they know, grow if they add Alex Jones. Their numbers are in, are inflated because like they have partnerships with people like Hyundai. Is Alex Jones that popular in my world? He's, he's an, just he's a enormous. Hmm. Yeah, he's he's very very popular. And so he like like to Kyle's point, they know they're losing Howard, and they are going to be up shit creek when Howard's gone. They're going to start letting go people like Jim and Sam. Uh, because I hope not. Uh, I, I, I hope that I, I really hope, hope not. I know that guy on Shade 45 whose name escapes me. He's a black guy. Um, Shade 45 is 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 Eminem's channel. Uh, you know, Shady Shade mm -hmm. uh, Shade 45, and he does uh, interviews with all kinds of enormous stars. He gets people that Stern can't get. Uh, he he's he does a lot of really really big interviews. I'm sure he's quite big. He's just not my demographic, or I'm not his demographic, I should say. Um, and then aside from that, it's there's not a lot else. Like, like Jim, Jim and Sam don't have their own channel. They're on Faction Talk, which is a channel that has uh, Craig Ferguson has a has a show on there, and Craig Ferguson's show is garbage. I I I I, I tried to listen to it. I've listened to a dozen or 
20 hours of it or something because sometimes when I'm up early, it's what's on. But, man, it's shit. Craig's not funny at all. He's so out of touch with reality. Howard Stern is more in touch with, like, reality and what's going on in the world right now than where, Craig Ferguson is. Where is Alex Jones big? Am I missing it? Is he big on radio? He's on uh, 160 radio terrestrial stations across the country, and he also is... Uh, the huge, his streaming numbers are, are large, I've heard. Okay. It's like 15 or 20 million a week. I, I looked him up on YouTube, and he's getting like 16, 17 million a month, which is good, but... I mean, it's not that remarkable. Yeah, you know. his main audience, because he started this so long ago, is terrestrial radio. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, he's, he's killing it. And he, if he went on to XM, I think he'd be incredibly successful. That If, if I run Sirius XM, I'm, I'm after Alex Jones right now. He's down in the dirt. He's uh, potentially mm. worried that the FCC might come after him now. Who knows Like like what his fears are. If you could give him... If I hired him right now, he'd be the new biggest show on XM by a ton. I don't think you're going to beat Stern. Stern's just, oh, he, he, all this hype around him. I'm and a Stern fanboy. I'm always going to be on Stern's side when it comes to something like this. I just feel like he's gargantuan. Um, but The Expanse, that show that you like on, that yes. was on Sci-Fi, Woody, uh -huh. now it's on Amazon. I don't know if you saw the show makers talking about how excited they are. They're like, like we're not constrained to 42 minutes an episode anymore. We can curse like sailors. Our, our, this is going to look. This is in 4K now. It, like, like, like this is going to be a much better show. We're we're so Ooh. excited about season three or season four, or whatever is about to come out on uh, on Amazon. It's now I'm going to have to catch up. When I heard that, I was like, oh, they've got the right I, mindset going into the Amazon platform. They're uh, like they hit they hit three nails right on the head. Like now the episodes are going to be as long as we want. Now we're going to curse like sailors. Now, oh, and nudity. That was the other thing. It, it was it was, like like we got we got now we're going to have nudity. We're going to have terrible <laughs> language. We're gonna we're hour long be great. episodes. Yeah, and, uh, throw in some extra violence and and I'm and really excited. And 4K, 4K yeah. titties and blood. Oh my! <laughs> all right, all right. I'll get on board with this. I like the and expanse. I, I'm I'm gonna have to get on board with this expanse. And then the last little tidbit because we're over an hour now. Uh, Patrick Stewart coming mm. back, getting getting his own Star Trek show, which is great because the the current Star Trek that's out there, it's it's known as Star Trek Discovery, the one that's on CBS. I refer to it as Star Trek Diversity. Fuck that show. Refuse to watch that show with its <laughs> nonsense. Jean-Luc Picard is going to come. It? It's, 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 it's so much. We could do two or three hours on but that. I, it, your only complaint so far has they're been that shoving it's not diversity. all white people. Um, no, they're shoving diversity down your throat and, and a, lot of, a lot of white guilt being thrown around, oh, even though it's okay. like the 23rd fucking century. It's, I, I, I just, and they, they made the Klingons look goofy as hell. They completely changed the way the Klingons look. It, this is some nerdy shit. I get it. But we're talking about a new Star Trek show and Patrick Stewart coming back. They're going to uh, make it like he's been gone for 18 years, roughly. Like That's when the last Star Trek movie happened. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was 2002. So 16 years. They're making this 16 years after the last time you saw him. So you're, I don't know what the premise is going to be, but I could imagine like two or three premises that would be great. Right. What if he's a teacher? Like like at the uh, academy, uh, academy. Starfleet academy, and and you've got him as like the teacher, but you also follow the students, right? And all the hijinks they get up to, learning to be Star Trek Starfleet cadets. And maybe there's a big emergency where you get occasionally Picard goes off and does a cool thing. That'd be okay, a little boring. Maybe you just give him his own ship again and bring Worf back, and they all have a good time. Um, I, I'm excited about it. I, I, I'm see what I, they I do. Love, I love see what guy. they do. I yeah. I I like him, but I always thought he was a little bit of a theater geek. You know, he is. He absolutely is. Yeah. He's, he's a classically trained, amazing. I love it when he sings. I know. I, I want my like <laughs> captains and such 
to think make me think they did they weren't theater nerds in school. A little more grisly. Yeah. Like, more weathered. He was. He's such a good actor. I, I watched uh, like like I remember watching a video and they're they're like, uh, it's like um, something trailers. One of those things that that's like like real true trailers or something like that. They show you like uh, they they talk about like what what a show actually is, not just like what they pretend to be. They're like a a series oh. that that gets an actor that's far too good for it. Honest trailers, I think. He's such honest trailers. That's what it is. He's such a good actor. I, I, I love Patrick Stewart. So I, I'm excited to, to see him back. I hope they don't fuck it up. Although I saw that the executive pro- producer from Star Trek Discovery is going to be an executive producing on this. So maybe I'll, I'll just be soured. I, I'm not normally one to, to fuss about diversity, but I will say in Hamilton, it's a little distracting. Right? Like, there are no white people playing our founding fathers. None. There's not a single white founding. The only white person in all of Hamilton is the bad guy who plays... Uh, is King it? George. King George. Yeah, I almost called him King George. <laughs> yeah. He's the only white guy in the whole thing. And he's great. But... Uh, when in reality, I, I, the fucking taxes they were levying on us were to pay for all the expense that they sent saving us from the French. Yes, I've I've heard that perspective just <laughs> well, that's, recently. That's, actually, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I never heard it like that though. But like, still, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was taxation without representation, kind of like we didn't have an equal vote in this. So it, yeah, you know, the, there's a thing there, but probably was mostly hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, like when our armada came and defended you, you weren't voting against that, were you, <laughs> dirty colonies? It's like, well, I mean. Then the French ended up helping us out. I sure so did. So uh, let's call it a wash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a wash where England loses badly. <laughs> the first yep. of many. Not the first, I'm sure, but one of many. All right. All right. Call a wrap. Yep. PKN 207.